0: Welcome to Ministry in Motion where we explore best practices for your ministry in the 21st century. Our topic today spiritual leadership and I'm looking forward to this interview with Dr. Ivan Williams. We're glad you joined us. Ivan it's good to have you here today.
1: Derek I'm glad to be here on Ministry in Motion.
0: Now you are no stranger to our viewers. You've been a guest before. You yep. are the North American Division Ministerial Director. So you, you are pastor to pastors. If anyone would be concerned about spiritual leadership, it would be you.
1: Yes, it's a very relevant and meaningful topic. I'm glad to be here to talk about
0: it. Now lots of books are out there. People could Google leadership, probably get a million hits. Certainly. Lots of books, and certainly there are principles even in secular leadership books that would be helpful for a pastor or a lay leader in a local church. What is it that makes spiritual leadership distinct from from just secular leadership?
1: That's a very good question. I believe spiritual leadership is born out of a God-ordained act uh, because God ultimately is the spiritual leader, uh, if you want to say that, of the world. He is our creator. Um, Everything that is spirit-driven meaning spiritual, comes from God, our Father.
0: And I love what Jesus said where he said, I will build my church. Yes. So you're going to join with me in that, but uh, but he's the one that's really the builder.
1: That is correct.
0: So, so spiritual leadership then is God-ordained? It is. Uh, God-equipped? It, it is God-derived. One does not
1: uh, come into the world with a natural inclination to be spiritual or to be a leader that is spiritually driven
0: it comes from God. Uh (laughs) So it's a gift of God Um, it's also in a unique context in that we're working with people's lives for time and for eternity
1: certainly you know um, it's not just about here I believe the difference the demarcation is leadership in general is only earthbound mm-hmm. but spiritual leadership is about hey how can we not only live well here but how can we reach the place where we need to be with God for eternity
0: now you have been a, a, a pastoral leader you've been a pastor in a church yes you've also been a kind of a leader of pastors in a small territory and now in a vast territory as you think about your life uh, what leaders have inspired you as being great spiritual leaders either in scripture or or in in real life well you know
1: um, I had some teachers in class who impacted me spiritually one of them was uh, Elder E.E. Cleveland great evangelist and I have a quote from him that I never have forgotten he said it is an injustice to include people without informing them and sometimes in church or in spiritual leadership we say come on and be a part but we really don't inform them and I think this is a part of being a spiritual leader that we not only include people but we inform people
0: I had the privilege of hearing EE Cleveland preach and talk to him actually interviewed him for ministry magazine and I remember when he was about to get up to preach he looked to me like a sprinter at the line, just ready to take off. But there was this sense that he had a not only been called by God, but had a God-ordained message yes. that he was going to bring.
1: Yes, and you know, in the Word of God, we hear or we see and we read about a prime example of spiritual leadership uh, in the book of Nehemiah. It's actually named after the primary person That God is using he shows up on the scene uh, serving King Xerxes uh, as his wine server or his cup bearer and uh, this was a very important position and uh, one day after he talked to his brethren um, who understood what was going on back in Jerusalem um, he said hey what's going on at home and when they gave him the report, the Bible says that he wept and he mourned many days. Mm. But he didn't stop there. The Bible also <laughs> says he wept and he mourned and he also prayed. He prayed
0: right. He in, prayed. In uh, chapter 1, verse 5, I think, he's yes. right at the beginning of the book, he's praying.
1: That's right. That's right. And this is a sign of a spiritual leader, one who chooses not to act on their own, but to seek God. And uh, that is a sign to me of a spiritual leader. Now,
0: I want to unpack some more of that because in Chapter 2, the <laughs> king says, what's on your heart? And, and there's some more uh, praying. and. That's correct. <laughs> but, but let me just say, thank you. That is a great illustration. Our viewers, many of them are, are not full-time pastors. Okay. They're, they're also uh, lay leaders in their local congregations. I think we could say that Nehemiah was, was a volunteer leader. He was. Because his, he, he had a business uh, government job, that is correct. But but he was also a spiritual leader, wasn't he?
1: He was. He wasn't a prophet, as we know, prophets in the Bible, right? Uh, he was one who. He wasn't was, a priest. No, he wasn't a priest. Uh, he wasn't a pastor. He was actually serving the king. That was his role, and so here he is. Once he saw an issue that needed addressing. He sought the Lord for help in addressing a problem. And I think that that's a great biblical example of ministry, not only in church, but out of church. When you recognize the need, whether it's hunger, whether it's people needing housing or whatever it is, seek the Lord for the solution to that earthly problem. Mm, mm. That's an example for me of spiritual leadership.
0: Uh, I wish we could talk more about (laughs) Nehemiah because I I see him when the king says, what's on your heart? First thing he does is he prays. It's like, I don't think I can be as bold as God wants me to be without God's enabling presence.
1: Certainly. In fact, I love what the Spirit of Prophecy says about that. I believe... It is written that he darted up a prayer. Sometimes you don't need long prayers. <laughs> but he's for... got
0: that living connection, doesn't he?
1: That's right.
0: That's After right. the break, we want to talk about some other great spiritual leaders. And then look at some characteristics that they have in common. Because God's calling you, whether you're a full-time pastor or a volunteer leader in your local church. God's calling you to be a great Christian leader, a spiritual leader. What are the characteristics that are vitally important? we'll be right back after the break. Welcome back to Ministry in Motion. Our topic today, spiritual leadership. Our guest, Dr. Ivan Williams. Ivan I've already been challenged here as we've looked at this great man of God, Nehemiah, who, as you pointed out, was a government official, not a full-time pastor, prophet, or priest. And yet, and we have many viewers that are also volunteers, they have other careers. But what a powerful spiritual leader he was.
1: He was. Nehemiah sets an example for us of not only assessing the situation, but seeking God after that assessment mm. and then acting. I think sometimes spiritual leaders calcify in place mm. because of the the bigness of the problem or the greatness of the problem. Mm. But after praying,
0: should not we act and respond to God's leading? You know, I love the part in Nehemiah's uh, account where, At night, he goes out to assess the situation. He's not just thinking about it. He's going to do something. But it's almost as if he has to get a picture in his own mind. And I'm guessing he went back and prayed some more because it was a huge challenge.
1: (laughs) It was. And one of the things I think that's huge for me about Nehemiah's spiritual leadership is whenever you lead spiritually, God-connected leadership, expect opposition. (laughs) I think that the Bible makes it plain in uh, the book of Nehemiah. He had enemies on all sides.
0: He did. Tobias, Tobias, Sambalé,
1: and Gershom or Gershom, I believe Mm. it is. Mm. And then the ocean was on one side, so it was surrounded. And, um, And yet, sometimes as spiritual leaders, we become disillusioned when people oppose us. But I think the point today is to understand when you lead spiritually,
0: you ought to expect opposition. We're going to come back to that in the last segment because suffering is part of powerful spiritual leadership. Yes. Any other Bible characters that really just jump out of the pages of Scripture? Of course, Moses.
1: We, we can't leave Moses out. And of course, definitely our Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, Moses was one who gave many excuses. Um He didn't want to do it. And to me, that's a great sign of being a spiritual leader. Sometimes people ask for things that they are not ready for. Mm. Or they may, as Paul says, they have knowledge about it or zeal not according to Mm. knowledge.
0: Right. Now, he'd been trained in all of the leadership techniques, military and otherwise, of the Egyptians. Yes. But apparently he'd come to learn the hard way. (laughs) <laughs> 40 years in the, in the wilderness taking care of sheep, that spiritual leadership is different from leadership that leads from a position of power.
1: Yes, and um, also it's not self-seeking, spiritual mm-hmm. leadership. And so that is a huge contrast. The 40 years in Egypt, the 40 years after Egypt. Um, I think it tells the story right there. Then, of course, our Lord Jesus Christ. Um, you know, many books have been written. Um about him, but the Bible talks about the way he gave us the example of servant leadership. Mm. Uh, wasn't self-seeking. Uh, you know the Bible says Jesus made himself of no reputation. Mm. The God of heaven came down here. He was born in a place where animals lay. And Jesus taught us humility, great, great sign of spiritual leadership. He taught us servant leadership. In fact, there at the Last Supper, uh, in the Gospels, Jesus says, the greatest of you will be the one who is the servant. Mm. I think that's huge.
0: And John 13, of course, where he actually washes his disciples' feet. Yes. That's more than just cleaning Cleaning feet, certainly, certainly. You know, a modeling of servant leadership. Yes, uh, incredible. Now you're looking at these examples. We've we've looked at three: Nehemiah, Moses, Jesus. Mm-hmm. There are some characteristics of a great spiritual leader that that everyone has in common: male, female, young, old, some highly educated, and some mm-hmm. we don't know that they had much formal education. What are the characteristics? That you see in any great spiritual leader?
1: Well, of course, uh, I'm going to give you a few scriptures here, and then we can talk about the fruit of the spirit, okay um, and um, we'll find that scripture as well. But in Proverbs 29:18, the Bible says that spiritual leaders share a vision, because Solomon said, where there is no vision, the people perish. Mm. Also in 2 Corinthians chapter 4 verses 1 through 2, Paul talks about spiritual leadership being transparent. He closes that scripture by saying, "What I do is open to God and open to you whom I serve." Okay. And then 1 Corinthians chapter 4, Paul again gives us an example of spiritual leadership. He says, "We need to be accountable." Okay. So uh, these are scriptures that are that are huge.
0: Now, in a sense, uh, accountability is, is true in secular leadership as well. Certainly. But, but, but if I can test you on this, because I think you're right. It's not only accountability to people or to yourself, but it's accountability to God, right? It
1: is accountability to God who not only sees actions, but he knows <laughs> motives. God looks at the heart. He does. Sometimes I may do things in a way that may seem spiritual. I mean, we have the example of the Pharisees mm. who looked more f- spiritual than they did. Right. Um, but Jesus says when you fast, you don't have to let people know. Uh, when you give, give of the goodness of your heart. And the bottom line is for me is that these are qualities of spiritual leaderships. But the fruit of the Spirit, and they're found in, is it Galatians? I'm going blank yep. Galatians here. Galatians
0: chapter, chapter 5.
1: Chapter 5.
0: Fruit of the Spirit is. Yes, the fruit of the
1: Spirit is. And you go through that list, beginning with love. Right. Uh, temperance,
0: um, meekness. You know, I memorized that list because my wife wrote a scripture song, and it always helps me. Come on. So the fruit of the Spirit <laughs> is love, joy, peace, suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness. I like this next one, gentleness. That's, gentleness. That, that's a countercultural Leadership quality, gentleness, and then here's the powerful one, self-control. Yes. So you're saying that, didn't Jesus say, by their fruits? By their fruits, you, you will know them.
1: them. I believe, Derek, these are ingredients of spiritual leaders.
0: So we ought to expect to see those. Yes. That, that ought to drive us to our knees. We ought to say, Lord, help me, because actually spiritual leadership is a supernatural journey whether you're not only called by god but equipped by god enabled by god to be the kind of spiritual leader whether you're a volunteer in your church or a full-time pastor to be the kind of spiritual leader god calls you to be we'll talk more about that wonderful journey right after the break Welcome back to Ministry in Motion. Our topic today spiritual leadership. Whether you're a full time pastor or a volunteer leader in your local church, God wants you to lead with spiritual power. Our guest, Dr. Ivan Williams. Ivan, I've been challenged by, by these mo- examples Nehemiah, Moses, Jesus, and we, we, we've been talking about some of the characteristics of a spiritual leader, casting yes. vision being transparent before God and people, and then these fruit of the Spirit being manifested in the life of that leader. But you also want to talk about a certain mystery that that any of us is called to spiritual leadership.
1: Yes, Derek, it's, uh, it's amazing to me. I see it as a paradox. Why would the God, the holy, perfect God of the universe choose sinners like you and me to do anything spiritually for him it's amazing to me you know it is a paradox because i'll give the example of peter the apostle peter um, jesus told him that uh, right before gethsemane peter you're going to deny me no lord i've got your back i'm going to go to the death with you he said i believe in matthew 22 he said even if others fall away Yep. I'm going to be with you. And when the rooster crowed, of course, we know the story.
0: And and if I could pause, many would have seen him as a natural leader.
1: Yes. He always
0: spoke first. He always took the lead. But at this point, he lacks the depth of spiritual leadership, doesn't he?
1: He does because he didn't know himself. Mm. And uh, one of the things Jesus teaches us through Peter's life, and this is why it's a paradox, why would Jesus choose someone like Peter to do anything spiritually for him? Let's look at it for a moment. First of all, would you have chosen Peter to preach on the day of Pentecost after he denied you and lied when you needed him most? Mm. And Ananias and Sapphira, he, he chose Peter to confront them about lying to the Holy Spirit. <laughs> and Peter was a liar himself. Mm. So, for me, it's a paradox. Why would God choose Moses to be the recipient of the law written by his own finger when Moses was a murderer himself? Mm. And he was receiving the Ten Commandments, thou shalt not kill. So, our God is amazing. He's a God of grace. Forgiveness. Forgiveness. And really, Derek, I want to say this right here. This is important. Spiritual leadership is not a right. Mm. It is a privilege.
0: And if you don't if you've not experienced the grace and the mercy of God, oh, yes. how can you lead? Oh. Not yeah. spiritual leadership, anyway. Not
1: spiritually. No, because we've seen examples of leadership that may be super autocratic, where you do as I say and that's it. Mm. But that's not God's way of, of leading. How can I serve you, Derek? Hmm. is God's way of leading. Hmm. How can I empower you and not be threatened by God's giftedness to you? Right. How can we serve
0: together? Now, you mentioned earlier in the program, Ivan, that the call to spiritual leadership, is, it is a, a supernatural gift and blessing, but it's also a call to suffer in Jesus' name. Talk to me about that because some people might say, I don't know, I, I was serving. I, I, I think I was doing what God asked me to do and, and I'm experiencing all of this hardship and suffering.
1: Yeah, you know, spiritual leadership to me has to be born out of God's initiation because if I put myself in, in a place of leadership, I think that's a very dangerous thing to do. Because if I truly believe God is in control of my life and in control of all things, he places people. Now, the Bible says it's okay to desire the office of a bishop. It's a good thing. But I think to prematurely seek a position or a place in spiritual leadership is to be out of place with God's uh, sovereignty.
0: So if I know that God has put me in this position, mm-hmm. when the suffering comes, yes. I view it differently.
1: You do, because first of all, you didn't ask for it, <laughs> and then you know that God would empty heaven for you. Mm. All that live godly, I think it was Paul who says, right. shall <laughs> suffer not persecution. Not <laughs> That's and right. even
0: Jesus in John 16, he said, in this world you will have Great trial tri- and tribulation. tribulation. Yes, A- And he's speaking to, to leaders. Yes. But be of good cheer. Be of good cheer. So you say in the midst of the challenges of leadership, the pain, mm-hmm. the suffering, knowing that God has called you and it's his agenda and not yours, yes. makes all the difference in the world?
1: Oh, man, you can, you can serve without feeling like you owe anybody anything. You're free to operate because you're on his agenda, not yours. And
0: um, and you know
1: God is in control.
0: So if you were had the opportunity, as you do now, to speak to pastors and volunteer leaders around the world about spiritual leadership, what is the most important lesson you would want them to learn from the program today? Wow,
1: that's a great question, and I would say, Derek, it would be to stay connected to the source. Mm. Of that calling mm. and the source of your power, Jesus says, "I am the vine; you are the branches. Once I'm severed from the source, I think we can look at the difference between Saul, King Saul, and David, King David. Mm. One was connected, and the other one wasn't. So, mm. if I were to tell the world uh, and and all of the leaders," Um, in ministry, I would say, stay connected. Mm. Stay connected to Jesus.
0: You know, I love the that that uh, illustration that Jesus gives in John 15 that you spoke about. I'm the vine; you're the branches. And and it's he's very blunt. Without me, you can do nothing. So true. Which is back to your why would he even ask us? Yes. So it's a gift uh, that we would see his power at work in us. Yes. But then back to the fruit that you said, uh, Ivan. He said. If you abide in me, right, Mm -hmm. you will bear much fruit.
1: Certainly, certainly. And I just give God the praise for him seeing something in us worth first saving (laughs) and then something in us worth using. Um, I, I heard someone say that we are all a part of the great Sinners Anonymous session. And when we recognize that we are all sinners, and because of Jesus, we can say, saved by grace, mm. we have an opportunity to be used by God. Mm. But uh, when I point the finger, when it's about me, myself, and I, mm. uh, it's, it's a little difficult, very difficult for, for that person to lead spiritually in a consistent, fruit-filled manner.
0: Dr. Ivan Williams, thank you for joining us today on Ministry of Motion. You've inspired me to go back to the source, back to Scripture, back to Jesus as our great example, and and believe that 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 miracle of spiritual leadership could happen by God's grace.
1: Praise the Lord. We're
0: glad you joined us for Ministry of Motion today. We're talking about spiritual leadership. And what a powerful reminder that if it is a supernatural gift, we need to stay connected to the source. Jesus said, without me, you can do nothing, but if you abide in me, you will bear much fruit. It's our prayer for you that God would bless you in your ministry, supernatural spiritual leadership to bless the lives of those around you.